0: Welcome to Business Eye. It's Friday. Outside they are assembling Santa's Grotto which gets me really excited. I love Christmas. Me too. I really do. I hate Halloween but I love (laughs) Christmas. It's the joy, the happiness of everyone smiling and all those... Christmas bones. do people still get Christmas bonuses Simon do they I think they do do they I, they I don't mean. know I don't know I must inquire will I give myself a Christmas <laughs> bonus this give year give me one give you <laughs> one. one as well we'll all won. one yes folks it's Friday and it's uh, the coming the mid November I was going to say the end of November yeah. but I'm, I'm all over the place today because we had to run up here today uh, we have two guests uh, our first guest is Mark is Mark Flood from Brand Finance
1: no Renata's uh, Capital
0: Oh, uh, Renata's Capital sorry my my Apologies on that. See, I didn't do my homework on that. And the second person that we have in coming in then is Frances Valour, who will be coming in on the break. Mark, sorry for messing up your company <laughs> there, but it's allowed. You were running late as well and running in the door. How are you? Great.
2: Yeah, looking forward to Christmas as well.
0: Yes, it is. It's probably too early to sound. I watched a couple of videos last night on Christmas as well. But Simon, how was your week? What's happening in your life?
1: I had a big cold this week. I felt sorry for myself. I had the man flu Monday, Tuesday. Uh, Then I recovered and I've just been really busy fielding new pieces of work coming in, proposals and stuff. So it's great. It's great. But I, I love Christmas too. I love that kind of... Naive, childlike kind of feeling. I get. I love Halloween too. I love the whole October, November, December thing.
0: Yeah, I do. I, I like taking the week off. We're quite blessed here because a lot of my uh, clients and friends in the states they only really get off one day yeah. in it. Where here, here it is. We. I like it's to take month. off the week. Take off the week, and I watch all the movies that I haven't watched for the whole year in yeah, that week. Yeah, then yeah. I used to drink, but I don't. I don't yeah. know what I'm going to. It's going to be my first Christmas without drinking.
1: Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. I' be watching lots of movies. They 're watching lots of movies. <laughs> so tell us what's going on today. So, so Mark, so um, Renata's capital. So we we met uh, a few months ago, and. Uh, uh, what what I was struck with was uh, you know your, I'm interested in your background but what I am really struck with is the, the way you've kind of almost disruptively changed the whole deal M and A market in in Ireland from what you know your the newsletter that goes out on Sundays the research that goes into that is quite astonishing and I've met a number of people who say if you're going to read nothing else read. Mark's newsletter or an artist Capital newsletter on a Sunday. So maybe tell us about your background. It is a good read, I have to say. It's a very good read. I do get it. So I love that you know your stuff and you're not afraid to push the
2: ticket in this space. So tell us a little bit about that. Probably, thanks Simon and Joe, to give context uh, just to who we are first and then to to, uh, and why we we do the newsletter. Um, We... We set up five years ago. Um, we saw we saw a gap, kind of between private investors and private equity. In a sense, we call ourselves halfway between both. We might um, bark like a private equity house, but really we're a syndicate of entrepreneurs uh, wanting to fund SMEs and and bring them from good to great and beyond. Hopefully, yeah. That's, uh so we uh, we gathered a, a pool of. Eleven million, which is small in fund terms, big in absolute terms, clearly. And um, we we invested in in three companies, and um, they've been they've been uh, great fun and heretofore successful uh, with great partners. And on the back of that, we raised thirty five million again with the same model. We're not institutionally backed by. By state or pension funds, were backed by entrepreneurs who want to help other entrepreneurs, and hopefully, the the outcome of that um, yeah. hopefully will be a return. But that's yeah. is
0: it an independent board that sit down as well that listen to investors, um, on, or is it the same group of people that set up the f- to to take, set up the fund? And-
2: yeah, you've got a layer. So you've got the the pool of money which we we say from. Um, uh, our source of capital is self-made and sound entrepreneurs that's the uh self-made and sound is 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 the Criteria for for our investors and they've they the money. Uh, we're the day-to-day link between their money and the investee companies and we've got a layer between us and the investors which sit as an investment committee to say to say, do we invest or not invest. invest yeah. yeah. It,
0: uh, it, it Do they have to be at a certain criteria for use to even get them to apply for application? Because we know you could get bombarded with elevator pitches and application forms. Do yeah, you know? we,
2: we have. We, we've set our stall out quite clearly clearly we're not so if you think of the landscape of possible investments when you have a pool of money we're uh, we're not property we're not pre revenue or pre profit venture capital so we've set our stall out with four criteria which is businesses making a million plus profit cash EBITDA interchangeable yeah, terms yeah. that's the first a sustainable sustainable profit and the second is a plan or prospects to, to double over a 5-10 year horizon a great team which is the most important yeah. and a sensible deal for all around the table so that can be in, in many ways so that confines us probably to you know if there's 250,000 SMEs in Ireland, there's probably 90% of them are too too early or too small for our. You know, there's people we'd swap places with them in the morning with, with businesses throwing them out 300 grand a year, but it just doesn't mean it yeah, just doesn't no, align to our strategy. It doesn't mean that they're brilliant businesses and they're doing better than us. I personally. think
0: there's a, there's a lot of risk in, you know, throwing out that 300,000 to those sort of businesses as well. Mm-hmm. It's when you get to that level, when the, a company is well established, they are making over a million a year you know a lot of that could be going out on wages Mm. realistically and they need that extra capital just Mm. to get them to up to the to that next level
2: yeah well i think it's evolution it's 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 and it's horses for courses it's just not ours i think the what what i'd advise a lot of people at the earlier stage there's um there, there are some great earlier venture backed funds but And some people get caught sometimes between friends and family and then getting institutional backing. But I Mm -hmm. think there's a – for them, and it's not us, in but for them, I think the big thing they should be doing is getting value-added money. So saying if somebody has a product and they want to go international, find someone who has brought a product international and you'd be amazed at the people who have – amazing accomplishments and they're just saying, I want to do something. People want to mentor, people with money and success that have maybe sold out of business or retired. The amount of people that uh so that's that's where and that's the key to our model which we'll come to on on the other is, is getting value added money. And that's where at the earlier stage of the ecosystem it's that's that's where that's where you should be, where people should be, is, is is going in between, at the earlier stage, maybe in between the friends and family and getting a venture back fund is getting that value-added money. You mentioned the team, you, and you, yeah. I think you said the most, most importantly. I, I've just been on a
1: phone call with an organization in the UK, and great organization, but they now need to get a team. To, they have an investor ready, but the investor said... You need a business plan and a really strong team, and it's amazing they haven't already done that. So, so they're fortunate they've got somebody champing it a bit to get the money. But what what what's the key, what's the key aspect of a good team, and what what do you look for in a good team?
2: It's we've we've spoken we've spoken at depth our last two meetings, Simon, where we're, we're um, you know setting out on this journey. You kind of you know and and probably post uni where you've read about all the heroes investors hero entrepreneurs hero everything and my hierarchy of what makes a business would have been probably strategy or finance one two and brand people now i just flip that hierarchy i'd say i'd say probably one people Two brand three strategy, and the numbers are the outcome that's, that's the sense. you know that's um and it's it's an inexact it's a it's an absolute inexact science uh you know we brought the kids to uh to tato park um last week and uh, if somebody came if ray Coyle came with that business plan to say i'm going to build a amusement center disney esque out in the middle of nowhere in meath i would say get out of get out of the room (laughs) so like it's but he had the wherewithal to do it and i think i think it's a mixture i I think the big thing is um it, it speaks back to the brand values as well it's um i think um most of the time people have the accomplishment it's the absolute tenacity that's the yeah. bit for us and the people that if they've proven it, and it helps obviously if they've done it before, but if you can see that uh, I think the um, in our world of SME, I think the uh, the absolute I think it's I think it's it's
0: speed, I think there's two elements you mm-hmm. talk about, you know, it's people and strategy and everything as well, but I think two main elements is speed on delivery, like someone could have a great idea and it could be great, but they need to have that speed to get it to market because executed. it executed mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's the clarity of what they're doing the mm-hmm. execution of it and then along the way grabbing people and putting them in the life raft if you want to, to, to be rescued <laughs> I,
2: I, yeah and the team like you just need to spread uh, competencies and uh, we're working quite a lot more on the psychometrics to a level but the analysis of a team like you need a, you know if it's a Gaelic team you need your, your goalkeeper your full back your midfielder and your forwards so you need the blend the blend of the people is is important. The integrity, the blend, mm. and there's no if there was a if if there was a formula or I don't think artificial intelligence has got there yet. You know, it do you doesn't know? have an emotion. Mm. It's really. like a
1: it's like a multifaceted Rubik's cube, isn't it? Mm. You, you could have the perfect CFO, the perfect finance person, legal person, marketing person, mm. but if they don't work well together, mm. if they don't work well together today, but they do yesterday. You know, if things things change every day, you know, so it's multifaceted and it's constantly moving, isn't mm-hmm. it?
0: With a lot, with a lot of organisations as well, when they set up and they have that great idea, you know, the the one thing that I've always said to clients is. When money is thrown on the table, that's when things change. Mm. And a lot of people who are in the industry and, you know, come to you for a million, things can change within the organization as well. And, you know, there's a lot of ego wrestling in as well. So do you, when you are looking, you say the psychometrics, which is very important. Of So you're looking at the psychometrics of the individuals in the business But also for them, they should be looking, really looking at who is their customer, really and truly. And a lot of people don't look who their customer is on it. it. Do you scratch your head sometimes and kind of go, God, these guys are great, but
2: they still need too much work for us to invest? Uh, there can be, I suppose. Back in our in our case, we've a team on the other side of the table who've delivered a business that's making over a million. So they've proved, they've they've already proven themselves yeah, in yeah. a sense. Mm-hmm. So there's less kind of, there's less. Are uh, hiding it? Yeah. Well, there there's less uh, question over their ability to to deliver it. Yeah. Then can they deliver to the next level? Like that's the and then that comes to hunger and tenacity and. and
0: what what are the hotspots industries that user looking at at the moment
2: well if you take our like the three businesses we have one's in food retail one's in pilot training and the other is kind of light manufacturing um, distribution Um, so we've quite a broad spread I think in Ireland you can't uh, if you kind of confine yourself by Mm. metrics you can't confine yourself by sector but I think the um, and there's some other sectors like we'd be um, um, ourselves we wouldn't you know, on trend and to our own values and to our investors' values. Like, I don't think, you know, we'd be slow to get into single-use plastics or anything like that now. So it's it's getting into, the, getting into uh, proper sectors that are going the right direction.
1: What about your own judgment? Have you ever mm. surprised yourself with your own judgment calls positively and negatively in terms of who you've backed and the sort of people and the sort of business? Have you surprised – looking back, have you thought, I could have done that better – Wow, that was an amazing backing.
2: Well, thankfully all of our three all of our three investments they've been they've been great, but yet yeah, there has been some that we kind of um we we let go and it probably came back to um in our earlier days we kind of thought that we could analyze analyze all these ourselves but now we really when we're looking at an investment in a sector we don't know we we we've quite a broad network ourselves and through our investor base we bring someone who's an expert in that so in the form of bujim or mexican restaurants we brought a Dan Thompson, who was head of retail in Paddy Power, mm. and Paddy Power was about preserving brand and scaling retail, and he's been just brilliant on that. And yeah. at SimTech, we brought Eugene O'Reilly and his his colleagues, and Eugene was CEO of a of a, of a airline in Turkey, and uh, so we're very much about bringing knowing what we don't know mm. and <laughs> more so, yeah. and bringing a, a, an industry guru along with us on the journey. In terms of the the, the newsletter you sent out when we met, you you, you
1: said that. Um you just went for it, and you almost like broke market expectations. And you just researched like like mad, and then just went for it.
2: Yeah, we we uh, we said it was the origins where we had a lot of expat entrepreneurial investors abroad and our first newsletter five years ago went to 20 people on a BCC list and now we've 30,000 people on a database mm. but it was uh, but we've it's a 10 hour 10 hour shift every week all our team get involved but we love it you know because it's all it's researching deals that have happened it's researching it's very company performance and it's researching people so it's it's uh, it's not like work to us you know so it's and I suppose consequently that passion flows through and, and people like reading it, it. yeah yeah, yeah.
0: It's, I do like it with a cup of coffee. <laughs> I think we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after this, folks.
2: You're listening to Joe Dalton on Dublin South FM, community radio with a global audience.
1: Welcome back. Mark, um, we were talking then a, a bit before the break about uh, you know, the sort of companies you invest in, but in terms of your company, what, what, what's the value add that you bring to your investments?
2: we've, I guess, any any partner, if it's, you know, if we're buying out shares, sometimes it, we might buy 50% of a company and we're really getting into bed with that partner or we're, we've an existing management team who are doing a management buyout or we've somebody from the outside buying in. So it is a marriage and everyone is asking, what value add do you bring? So I suppose our, our guiding thesis is to... Um, is to be hands-on when needed and hands-off when not because they don't want uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day they're the jockey, the business is the horse and you got to leg them up and leave them at it but help yeah. them if you can. It's a subtle balance isn't it? Oh, It's it's, it's very subtle and we're, we're learning all the time but we try to get feedback every time and we've, we've, we framework around that where three months into an investment, six months twelve months we get feedback and, and try and get that balance to be hands-on and value-add where possible but not get in the way. Is your business learning through to what extent is it learning through the feedback you're getting
1: from your invest investee companies oh
2: massively like we've awesome. going into our fourth investment soon is we're we're we're, we're different different people yep. than we were going into our first and uh, so the value add we, we we pitch it as five pillars there's ourselves who are the kind of lead directors there's mm-hmm. um, myself and and myself Brendan Traynor Greg Hogan and and Philip Gardner we're the senior people in the organization and then we've got brilliant support around with our our analysts we would not get a job in Renatus they're way smarter than than we ever were (laughs) so they're like a young McKinsey so there's our we've run businesses uh, so that's us there's the young McKinsey there's our our investors who I've mentioned who are all deep in SME the the fourth layer is co-investors who can add value and then the fifth layer is bringing in functional experts because the joy that we love of SMEs going. From good to great is that you can 't just throw endless consultants or three hundred yeah. grand heads of functions, so we 're diagnosing well you might need that in uh, you might need that in marketing, you might need that in operations, you might need that in h r and we 've got a band we 've done an awful lot of work to get you know we 've met endless amounts of h r directors so we can match the right one to bring that strategic bring that strategic influence
0: what what is your passion behind it that drives you in the business
2: we just absolutely love the dynamics of smes it's it's as someone said before, you know, the, it's I, I think the test to see if someone is curious and loves it, you go into a bar, you say, Well there's fifty seats here and half of them are full and half of them are drinking and half of them are eating and you're trying to the dynamics behind the business just are absolutely intrigued and then that's the first part is just the drivers of a business. And the second part is the ability then to see that business realize its potential. That's that's what really, really, really drives us. So you can see like we've taken not us, us in conjunction with the management team and the existing business. Like, Bougioum was a, we call a top 10% Irish company. It's now a top 1% Irish company. Simtech was a top 10% Irish company. It's soon to be a top 1% with uh, with a with a big contract we won. And it's seeing that, it's seeing seeing the realization of potential, which is such a confluence of the business, the strategy, the people, the brand, everything.
0: What's your biggest frustrations that you's, you would have, not moving fast enough, or is it?
2: Yeah, not not moving fast enough, and and maybe people not uh, not res- not kind of respecting equity or kind of we've seen businesses that have said no we don't need equity we don't need we don't we're not going to sell now we're going to give it to the next generation and the next generation don't look happy they're not passionate Mm -hmm. they're not maximizing the potential of the business Mm -hmm. and that's so it's kind of it's it's when you see lose lose outcomes we've lost because we haven't got an opportunity to invest but then someone else has lost because the business isn't Mm -hmm. fully realizing its potential. What what was the driving force behind you setting this
0: up? Like, what were you doing beforehand, and and when did this sort of click in? Says, so this
2: is a great idea. A typical um, CV of a child, teenager, of a buying, selling everything, and uh, from a family business. So always driven by business and um, just the rawness of SMEs. I, I, I sense you enjoy. Oh, it's the it's the, the, the trader and, and SMEs and the entrepreneurs like two. Any entrepreneur who goes day one with nothing and with a blank canvas, and ends up with a business making a million. The respect for those people because they know business. They're not good. just good at HR, not just good at brand, not just good at finance. They could be ahead of any function, and they yeah. like they're like it's 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 as, as someone said, go and get a new hobby. But it's not like a, it's no it's, a hobby.
0: You could be rubbish at a hobby. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, it's like the, hobby the hobby.
2: my heroes are Irish entrepreneurs, like and each one of them each one of them has a different facet. But, that, but that's ironic, you know the. Head of a
1: lot of these multinationals around the world haven't been through that cut. And, I mean, Joe and I have run, mm. uh, owned our own small businesses, entrepreneurial mm. businesses, products and services and stuff, and it, every day is just on the edge. Whereas a lot of those senior executives have just been through you know, business schools, they haven't lived and breathed that stuff.
2: Until you go to bed at night wondering how you're going to pay the wages in the morning. If you haven't Different done events. that, you haven't. You haven't yeah, lived business. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a, the joke that I say. Is, is, you know, I sleep like a baby. I wake up every three hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know? But that's, yeah, a lot of people are, are, are you know, and, and great, you know, amazing people. and uh, But they've, they've lived with a cotton wool existence yeah. of sorts. Do, yeah.
0: do you know the one thing which really dawned on me was a couple of years ago was, oh, my God. I'm now paying these people's wages and these people are using their wages to get mortgages. And that sort of thing dawned Mm -hmm. on me. I went, oh, Mm -hmm. my God, I'm responsible for these people and they're paying and they're getting their mortgages and they're raising their family on my decisions. That was was something that really sort of kind of went... Oh, I, I did. Yeah, I'm a, a grown-up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mark,
1: Mark, tell us about the, the real was it the real deal conference you held down at Goffs in Kildare recently? Well, tell us a little bit about that and mm. what the purpose of it and what came out of that conference.
2: I guess it speaks to uh, it speaks to what we've just been talking about with entrepreneurs. We we thought there was um, there, there are many conferences, but our exact sweet spot of of SMEs. We said we, we'd love to get. Uh, a lot of heroes on the stage giving their story and we'd love to get a lot of SMEs listening to that story and that was the guiding thesis Stuart Fitzgerald from Fitzgerald Power um, kind of brought that same idea to us and we, we were brainstorming we said there's a gap for this Stuart said I'm thinking of doing this. Would we do it together? Uh, last year was the first year. This year was the second year. So both years we filled golfs with just under 900 people. Both mm-hmm. years, yeah. and the 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 sense of curiosity amongst the audience, and um, you know, probably that they. they, they their hunger to learn from from the SME heroes. And like we've had 14, we won't name them here, uh, 14 absolute heroes on the stage telling their story. And, you know, from last year, David Bobbitt, who's taken his business from, from a modest business on the Nace Road to supplying pretty much every kitchen from McDonald's globally you've done a Kelly who had a mm, whopper of an exit that won't be matched probably this year for, for one entrepreneur Breejo Donahue who's done what she's done in, in, in Primark from scratch effectively yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and people so we, we had we've such a deep database we communicate to every week so we um, we we got. We worked on that database. Partnered with Fitzgerald Power and Bank of Ireland and Sunday Times, and we filled the room with uh, curious entrepreneurs. And um, I've just said that it's. You know, I think what makes a great entrepreneur and is someone that is curious.
0: Mm-hmm. And and you know, the necessity is the mother of all invention. Mm-hmm. But it's that curious DNA strand that you might have that makes makes you realise that what you're doing is right when everyone else wants to jump out the door yeah. you kind of go one more I need I have the strength yeah. to carry on to keep going on that it's and I think restlessness it
1: as well it is curious and restlessness you don't stop you know
0: yeah, I think there's a phenomenon that there's set, there's you know a selection of elements that have to have kick in. You know, it's mm. the speed, the right people, you know, spot on with the message that you have with the clients, knowing exactly the psychometrics of the clients are as well, and yeah. it's all this soup that that mix together. And when they all all the stars line up, mm. that's when you suddenly yeah. wealth just comes
1: your way on it then as well. Yeah, is there a book? Sense. Is there a book in your mug?
2: <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Um, my so wife would say definitely the, not. There's a checkbook there. But, but, uh,
0: what, what you, we're talking about Ireland and we're talking about what you're doing. Are you, are you, as a company, looking for
2: investors outside or companies outside as well? Yeah, we have a lot of investors outside. There's probably an expat team by virtue of network. If, um, okay, but they they've brought an awful lot of value to our existing businesses. Um, Renix, we supply pretty much eighty percent of all car license plates UK and Ireland. We've now won two contracts for two US states soon to be announced. So we've a market entry into the US with that business. Um, Boujim, we've probably we saw five Mexican restaurants. The day we bought the business with David Maxwell, we thought we could be to Ireland what Chipotle was to the U.S. We are. We've 18 stores, soon to be 20. And we're looking at a U.K. market entry for that business.
0: It's a difficult industry. Like a friend of mine owns night catering. Mm. Um, And they have a restaurant up in St. and they do the catering all around. It's like it's... God, I I people have this romantic idea about the restaurant. Mm. Yeah. I it's not for me. No. Definitely definitely no. not. I like my nine to fives.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. But in Bujum, I suppose we saw a great management team, we saw a great brand and we saw a great product that had, had um had runway to scale.
0: Mm. Okay. So where if someone wants to sort of reach out to you or they want to take um they want to find out about your your newsletter or whatever where where can they get
2: that or uh, renatus.ie ie so that's uh, that's us. There's a there's a there's a place to register for the newsletter, and our story is there. But our kettle is always on in Main Street if anyone wants to come in for a tea or coffee. The
0: the the, the question as well is: Do you open up for let if, if it's called applications? Is it once a quarter, or if if someone has a great idea, do you know? Do they kind of knock on your door and say, "Look, just
2: always know, on." Know, we ta- we'll is, take we yeah. take Christmas Day off other oh, than good. that okay, uh, so our so mobiles so are on the our mobiles are on the website our emails are on the website we're always on we're always on we? on it well,
1: we'll have to test that Christmas day one <laughs> <laughs> well he said his kettle is on <laughs> I've got to follow him in yeah. now and have a coffee oh, there. as well <laughs> have, a, have a coffee <laughs> yeah. there
0: that's great. that's great look it's great having you on it's um i think it's it's great to see uh, companies like yourselves investors like yourselves and you are doing especially in in southern ireland because it gives hope to what's happening out there at the moment you know and i think ireland is full of entrepreneurs I, you know, we we get very creative, the experience that we have from traveling around the world and, and bringing it back is so it's, it's like I, I know some coaches around the world and said per head of population, they think Ireland is one of the, the, the biggest for entrepreneurs mindset that they have come across in the world. So I think it's it's great that
2: you are tapping into that as well. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Simon. Thanks very much. On that note,
0: folks, we are going to uh, take a quick break and we will be back uh, in a few minutes.
2: You're listening to Joe Dalton on Dublin South FM, community radio with a global audience.
0: Broadcasting to South Dublin on 93.9. This is Dublin South
1: FM. We have a very different and equally uh, powerful, magnanimous guest on, on the second half of the program. Uh, welcome, Francis Valour. It's great to have you here. And uh, um, I understand you're a consultant, clinical psychologist, author, international speaker. And for you, the whole aspect of living a centered, mindful life is critical. Well, welcome, to, welcome to the studio, Francis.
3: Oh, Thank you. Thank you very much for having me here.
1: Yes,
0: it's. um, I came, myself and Francis had a coffee there a couple of weeks ago and uh, Francis was, we were speaking about some of the information um, about, we could say, I don't like to use the word mindfulness because it's battered around like an old boot. Um, I like to use the word consciousness. And it's basically, and I'm sure Francis will elaborate on that, on what he believes it is. So, Francis, what is
3: it? I call it actually awareness. Awareness, yes, yes. uh, Because mindfulness, for me, is a stripped-down version of the real thing. When the Buddha started that, his purpose for doing this was a complete transformation of human beings, from the way we live in pain and suffering and so on, move from there to a state of freedom, joy. How does this happen? Through compassion. If you become a person of compassion, then inevitably you're... Your life begins to change. The way you look at everything changes. Your, li- your experiences change. Because in the mind, you have all the problems that you experience in your life, in the way you live your life and the way you relate to people, the, the way you treat the world, the, the environment. All this is because of a mind-based life. Our business is all mind-based. Even psychology, unfortunately, is by and large has been, psychiatry, medical professions, all mind-based. And we have the consequences, the cycle of suffering, non-stop. And someone like Buddha came along and said, look, we can stop this if you want. But you have to decide. Come out of your mind. Go to your heart. That is where it is. You'll find it there.
0: It, it's interesting because, yes, we all live in our minds and, it, you know, it, it, the mind controls everything we do, which then is our, our education, as you say, it, it, you know, all the different professions are out there. Like the, the, the biggest question that I ask myself is, how did it end up being this way? Like, you know, it was thousands of years ago. but And are we now starting to try is there a movement that we are starting to try to connect back with this or has that movement always been there we're just part of it now
3: it has always been there every now and then someone will come along and try to wake us up a great man a poet summed up the the whole entire message of jesus for example he would say he according to him is Wake up. Just two words. And that is exactly what the Buddha was saying. If you wake up, you will necessarily wake up your heart. What was Jesus talking about? Love. What is Buddha talking about? Love. Compassion.
0: I I think it's all about love and compassion. It's one of the things. And if we talk about, and I'm practicing this at home with my children. And what I'm doing is instead of if they're, if they're, you know, speaking to me about something, I'm kind of not answering them from my head. I'm actually focusing on my heart, and I've learned that through love matters, yeah, a um, heart matters, and I focus on my heart, and then I answer them, and I'm answering them in a softer, gentler way, yeah, which is beautiful. Mm. And then I shout at them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I've been in the spiritual program for 14 years, and. The, the essence of that program is exactly what you're talking about is 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 coming out of your own head and and yeah. thinking and doing things for others even if it's painful even if initially you're acting the part if you act it eventually you'll do it you know so and, and that's you know there that's the essence of all these 12-step programs recovery programs is taking yourself out of but why did he, why why have human beings been so addicted to relying on the mind so much when it's obvious that it's not just about the mind you know
3: it is not about the mind but because its mind is our determining factor how do we look at life and how do we look at our relationship the incredible thing about this is things that keep repeating and we know it's coming from our minds the belief system the experiences get stored in our lives as concepts and beliefs and they form they determine our the direction of life the behaviors and uh, relationships all decided by our this belief system mind mind whereas when we relate to life to any experience we look at it from our hearts it's a very different experience mm-hmm. this whole thing changes it's not a huge uh, it's a huge life-changing program. It is not like it's going to take ages to come to this. This happens.
0: It, it does, but there's, there's two there's two elements to this. There's our minds, but then there is our bodies. And sometimes our habits are not from our mind. Our habits is from our memory muscle. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, you'll, you'll do something and your body will go, oh, I remember this and this is how I react. Yeah. And it's not the mind. And it's focusing on our thoughts and our thoughts are feelings but sometimes our thoughts can be tend to be feelings which can screw us up.
3: However you know the the body is bearing the brunt of the mind and the, what the mind is doing. One of the things we notice in with all our, our hypnosis and our, our suggestions and so on and our psychosomatic disorders and all this how much the body it ends up being subservient to the, to the mind and ends up doing its bidding and see what, is, what happens to us. Whereas, if it's the other way, if this conditioning, that is mind-based conditioning, stops, hearts are alive and active, health improves actually for mm. people. And so the body is actually being lost because of the mind's activity not the, not body doesn't have an independent i if the body is allowed to follow its wisdom we are in good shape it is the mind that interferes with that if we listen to the, our bodies the body will say one thing the mind will contradict it the mind says something but the body will say hmm not really but
0: it, it, it's okay so if you're looking at the body and the mind right and then you were were talking about where. how does that affect of the future? Like, is the mind just projecting us into the future of what might or could happen to protect us? Or should we just, you know, we talk about living in the now or should we just look at what is actually happening now and not worry about that because it doesn't exist?
3: The body is only capable of being in the now. That is why these meditation practices and so on are did. T- t- talking to us about being in the moment. How can you be in the moment? By being in your body. Mind is what takes you away to the past and future. Mm. That doesn't exist really. In the body, if you are in your body, you are in the moment. See? That is Mm. what happens to us. And then the the attitude towards our own bodies changes if it is from the heart.
1: Sure. is this why you know the, you know addiction programs and recovery programs never just foc- focus on the mind they focus on the mind the body and the soul they call yeah. the soul you know. yeah. and uh, my personal view is that you, you can't just do this by addressing the mind. You need no. to look at all three, you know. And things like alcoholism really are about the whole in the soul. You yeah. know, the alcohol or the, the food or whatever is, is, is the symptom, you know. But yeah. it's the whole in the soul. Is that what you think? Yeah, it is actually the, partly.
3: Partly it is true. Mm. And uh, that's a whole complex issue, I would say, for, for a, one minute or two to say. <laughs> However, I would say something ab- also about this. We can change this. The more we listen to our hearts and our bodies, we are safer and we connect with our souls through our hearts. Mm. This is why, there is something earlier, to go back to earlier what Joe said, I believe there is a quickening of this, what is happening, human consciousness is changing in a way it has never happened before. So we are rediscovering really our life in a different way now. One of the things, some, I have a program that I do, the Compassionate Workplace for businesses. Mm. And um, yesterday I gave a talk to a group of uh, uh, business people. Some years ago, if somebody came up with this and said this to a group of business people about Compassionate Workplace, mm. I think they would laugh at this whole idea.
0: Yeah, no, they,
3: yeah, they, Nowadays. With a cigarette and a point. Yeah. yeah. N- nowadays, the people are interested in it because there is a realization dawning upon people business people, hard nosed people, accountants, executives, CEOs they're taking interest
1: in this. And is that because people have realized they've gone as far as they can with the old way of thinking and that, that pra- pragmatically, if we don't take this softer approach, it's all going to collapse? It's also, it, if, uh, one, if you have, if you bring compassion to
3: the working place, how will it show through kindness, through love for people, through supporting people? And what happens is the atmosphere changes productivity improves you take care of your employees for example or your team they give you the best i have numerous examples of this and now it is research based last few years they have done a lot of research in america and absenteeism goes down and overall it's good for business bottom line goes up
0: But here it is, because the old way is, you know, the the, the fittest survive, dog eat dog, you know, it's all done. And that whole mindset is changing and it's all sort of, you're right, people now are starting to ask questions. And it's asking questions because what's going on in the environment? What are we doing with plastic? What's happening to the the air we breathe, the forests, the the oceans? All these are, are happening in such a way. For people to sort of ask these questions, and a question creates another question, which is an answer creates, and I think that's how it's evolving. In saying that, we're we're getting c- close to the time, Francis. You, you're running an event very soon. Where is that, and what is ah, what yeah. is about?
3: I have an event, a uh, two day mindful. Uh, it, I would call it mindfulness retreat, but um, it is really awareness. It is The title of the thing is, of the two days, is Living a Heart-Centered Life. This is not only for businesses, it is also for people, anybody who is interested in it. And a very interesting mix of people come for this. What I would like people to experience during that time is what we are talking about exactly. Come down from your heads. It's very tiresome. It causes mm-hmm. a lot of pain there. Yeah. There is a far better place for you to go and live from there. Your yeah. life is going to be different. You will be happier, yep. peaceful. Enjoy your life. Have better relationships if you can begin to do this.
0: Where, where can people, if they want to check out, give us a, a, the web address if they want to check out? Say, my and look my more own
3: website it. is the best place to go to. www.francisvalour.com. F R A N C I S F A L L L O R dot com, and there details will be, will be available. And it's in Selbridge, 23rd, 24th, Saturday, Sunday of we November. we have that up
0: on the website as well. So we so, have your, we'll have your details up on the site so
1: people can track it down as well. On yes, it, on thank it.
3: you very much for doing that. Yeah,
1: Simon. I find this, this, this subject is very close to my heart. I'm going through my own journey, very positive journey, and it's wonderful to have you here. Excellent. Uh, thank you, Simon. Thank you, Francis. Thank, thank you. Sure. So, folks, Simon, what's the plan for you next week? You've got 30 seconds. Uh, more business plans, uh, new website hopefully coming out next week, and uh, the same fun. Same fun.
0: And yes, I'm running a mastermind myself. Uh, You can catch that on jdc.ie. And that's a mastermind for entrepreneurs. It's a peer group. If you want to come, uh, you'll catch it at jdc.ie. Until next week, folks, on Business Eye, we've had another super week with my co-host, Simon Haig. And we will catch you here again. Until then, have a super weekend and bye-bye.